<laughs> Welcome to Bible Class Chat. Kevin was leaning on the table. I started the video, then I said, oh, don't lean on the table because our table is wonky. I'm and so get my sackcloth and ashes real quick. Yeah, that's, where, where is my whip? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, we had a really good question uh, this week. I'll let you formulate it. Yeah, so the question is related to uh, 1 Corinthians eleven seven and potentially First uh, Timothy 2, 13. For context, First Timothy 2, 13 talks about Adam being created first. Uh, Eve being created second, but 1 Corinthians 11 is the main point. The question is, um, what does it mean that woman is the glory of man? Uh, mm. The text in 1 Corinthians eleven seven reads, for a man ought not to have his head covered, which is the contextual issue Paul's addressing, but the reason is, since he is the image and glory of God, but the woman is the glory of man. So the question is, in what sense is the woman the glory of man, and how do we understand that our men and women equal is this saying something different how would you answer that okay yeah this is like incredibly complex because what it does it's one of those questions where you touch it and it like hits a web of issues all at the same time and they all like reverberate so um it is a little tricky but uh we'll try to just excise that one idea out and, and understand it uh, but to do that we want to say what he's not saying first so first he's not talking ontologically right so in 11 and 12 he says however the in the lord neither is woman independent of man nor is man independent of woman as the woman originates from man so the man has his birth through the woman and all things originate from god so in the lord and in in ontological realities he's not saying men are of higher ontological order mm -hmm. than women so in that sense woman is the glory of man he's not trying to put gradations in ontological categories uh paul says in galatians 3 uh 328 that in Christ, there's neither male nor female. So um, he's not grading uh, genders based on value before God right. in terms of their ontology or in terms of their spirituality. Right. So take that off the table. So then what does he mean when he talks about the glory of man, that woman is the glory of man? Well, now, when we take that off the table, what we also take off the table is the individual role of each woman and the individual role of each man, because that's their ontological reality. Those get taken off the table. And what we, what we realize is he's talking about marriage, the marriage relationship. Mm -hmm. So in a marriage relationship, uh, and the reason why we know that is because he's talking about Adam and Eve and the creation of Adam yep. and Eve. So in a marriage relationship, uh, what he's saying is the woman is the glory of man, right? So what does that mean? Well, uh, what it means is that uh, in the same way that Adam is, reflects the glory of God, when he functions according to his proper place, the woman also reflects the glory of her husband when she functions in her proper mm -hmm. place. Paul's talking about proper etiquette in the church, and that's why he's talking about head covering. So in a church setting, he's saying uh, the head coverings aren't aren't uh, about that all women should wear head coverings. We would say that uh, those things are a historical reality. The head covering was a way for a woman to show modesty in the church, and to and to not wear her head uh, to, to not wear a head covering would be to be immodest. Um, and so what Paul is saying is don't be immodest in the church. Be modest. Have, uh, maintain uh, appropriate sexual ethics in the church. Be modest in how you present yourself because that's a way to show that you are functioning in your proper role uh, within your marriage. Uh, for a woman to wear her head uncovered would be to say, I'm actually un I'm, I'm actually outside my proper role. Uh, and that was, that was also the case in Greek society as well. So even in the secular society. So what Paul is trying to say by the glory of man is what he's saying is, and when the woman functions properly in her proper role, she reflects the glory of her husband. Uh, she brings glory to her husband because she reflects uh, how she ought to be functioning in that role. In the same way that man brings glory to God when he was functioning in his proper role, Adam yeah. there yeah. Uh, in that context. So 
function. It's about function and bringing glory because the function is happening appropriately. Yeah. Uh, not about uh, that uh, woman is then only there to serve man in his glory. Right. Right. I think the language is potentially misread with, you know, saying like woman only has this truncated role of yeah. being the glory of man. So, you know, what verse would you point to to say that women are the image of God as well? Yeah. Right. You know, <laughs> probably just more fishing here. Yeah. What you point yeah. to? I mean, Genesis one, right? Yeah, like Genesis one twenty seven. Yeah, like God in in. Uh, the image of God, he created them male and female. He created them. Right? Yeah. So they're they're both that that's safe. We yeah. know from Genesis one that that catch all is there. And Paul in first Corinthians 11, he says, look, I'm not putting I'm not putting ontological categories. Right. Here. It's the image of God is all the same. Right. Yeah. So right. so so he's taking those things off the table and just saying when women function in their appropriate role in marriage, they bring glory and honor to their husband. Right. Just in the same way as when man functions in his appropriate role as leader, he brings glory and honor to God, who is his creator. So that language of glory is actually an issue of functionality. Mm -hmm. A woman who says, I don't care about sexual ethics, I'm going to throw off the culturally appropriate ways of being modest, would actually be rejecting her position to be under and cared for by her husband. Right. And that would actually bring him dishonor and not glory. In the same way that a man who rejects God's direction for him would be bringing a dishonor and shame mm -hmm. to God. Which is cool because it ties to like the, the woman's role in that position, the woman's function, the the privilege that they have there is also glorifying to God. Right? Exactly. You know, I think totally. That's where I think we need to see the context um, behind the text yeah. with other scriptures in mind to know that when a woman in marriage submits to her husband, it is beautiful. Yeah. And, and it glorifies the Lord. Whereas if you have someone who's, like you're saying, just throwing off all dignity and honor and things and just really like poisoning and, and corrupting that picture yeah then god doesn't look good yeah you know so totally. it's, it's ultimately in her heart in allegiance to the lord but in the function the design of honoring the man is the most immediate yeah you know goal yeah so and and she she brings him honor she yeah. makes him look good in the same way that a man who obeys god and does what is right brings glory and honor to god yeah um, and so that's so her role actually has two ways that she's glorifying. She's glorifying to her husband mm -hmm. because she's 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 giving him honor and she's glorifying to God because she's submitting herself to God. Ultimately, he's the one who's actually bringing glory yeah. to her as well. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. I hope that makes sense. It's a little complex. It, it is. <laughs> Maybe yeah. Someday we'll do one on head covering. <laughs> that would be good. That'd be good. No, it's a sweet text. I think it's a good question, too, with like because uh, Paul does appeal to creation order a lot. Yeah. And so how how he reads that is really important. And to know he's reading Genesis 1 and that men and women are equal before yeah. God, that's really important to see. And then so then it helps us understand and have a category for, okay, glory is something different than ontological value. Yeah, yeah right? exactly. Then we're safe. Yeah, exactly. Good. Well, helpful. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Well, there you go. Uh, if you have any questions on this or any other topic, you can always email us at info at faithbibleoc.org. Thanks so much. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, John. <laughs>